0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of For the Love of the Horse, a podcast celebrating the thoroughbred. I'm Julianne Horseman, and I'm proud to bring you good news stories and insights from the Equine Welfare Division of Racing New South Wales, which is better known as Team Thoroughbred. Emily Kendall is a talented eventer, qualified equestrian coach, and owner of Sheeny Park Performance Horses on the outskirts of southwestern Sydney. Her very first horse as a child sheeny boy was an off-the-track thoroughbred and they took out the state dressage championship together when emily was just 13. sheeny boy ignited emily's passion for the thoroughbred breed which is now stronger than ever here's our interview with emily <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us, Emily. Everyone has a story of how they got into horses and the moment they knew that this life was for them. A family member may have introduced them or they could have gone on a trail ride for a friend's birthday. What was it for you?
1: I was always a pretty mad horse kid. I was that crazy horse girl that was doing the $5 pony rides at the Fates and the local ag shows and Uh, begging my parents for a pony had you know books and posters everything plastered with horses it wasn't until I was nine that I finally convinced my parents that I should start taking riding lessons and I can remember my mum making me ride in gumboots and a bike helmet because she was convinced that this was just a passing phase
0: Obviously, it wasn't. When did you get your first horse?
1: Ah, well, I had two years of riding lessons and then we ended up moving to Alice Springs and I was able to lease a horse. He was a beautiful chestnut Arab gelding. And it was probably about 18 months, two years later, that my parents actually finally gave in and bought me a horse. So it took me a a lot of groveling and nagging to finally get them to give in and, and get into the next step.
0: Oh and how did that feel getting your own horse for the first time? Oh
1: it was pretty spectacular he was pretty much my dream horse he had been a friend's horse that I was riding for them occasionally and then he came up for sale and I begged and pleaded my parents to buy him and they were like absolutely not you know he's five hundred dollars that's just way too much money for us to commit right now we're not ready for the full-time commitment of a horse and I'm like oh come on like he's the best horse. he's amazing and then He ended up being sold and luckily for me, about six months later, the lady that bought him, her circumstances changes and he came up for sale again. And that time my nagging paid off and my parents gave in and bought me my first horse. What breed was your first horse? He was a thoroughbred. Oh, so So you were a a schoolgirl when you got your first thoroughbred. (laughs) I was. My very first horse was the thoroughbred. What was his name? His name was Sheeny Boy. And Tell me a bit about him. He was everything. He was handsome and kind and... Smart and trainable and fun, and we did everything from polo cross to dressage to eventing. You know, pony club, sporting. We used to, when we lived in our springs, ride down the Todd River for hours on end. He just was a real trooper, and he just kept going and going and going. Sounds like he had an amazing childhood. Yeah. What was your best achievement with him? My best achievement with him, I think it was in 95 maybe, we were doing dressage for pony club and we ended up being the Northern Territory state champions in the pony club dressage. Oh, wow, congratulations, (laughs) that's fantastic. (laughs) Which, yeah, looking back was a pretty cool achievement. At the time I was just having a blast riding my horse. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know much about his racing history? I don't really know. There was, this was kind of pre my obsession with Thoroughbreds times. I know that he had Irish bloodlines, but but that's probably the extent of what I know.
0: And we know you're Thoroughbred mad now. How did Sheeny Boy shape your impression of the Thoroughbred breed?
1: I don't really think at the time he like shaped my impression of the breed. He was just a really super fun, awesome horse that, you know, we had a great time doing, you know, lots of adventures with. Looking back now, He's probably one of my fondest memories because there were so many things that we did. He was very versatile. I was young, I was really naive. I mean, you know, he looked after me the whole time. We used to just jump on in halters, ride off down the river and come back four or five hours later.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. And what do you love about the thoroughbred breed?
1: Uh, Probably all those things that, you know, they're versatile, they're really athletic. I think they're, they're super trainable, very smart. If you can tap into their natural ability that they're just going to give you everything that they've got they've got great hearts how many thoroughbreds do you have now oh (laughs) i'm not going to disclose that in case my husband's listening (laughs) (laughs) i've got quite a few i've got a couple of young horses that are part thoroughbred part warm blood but just about everything else that i've got are thoroughbreds
0: obviously you love horses but when did you realize you could make a career out of riding them
1: um, I don't really know that I ever came to that realisation. I finished year 12 and then didn't know what to do and knew that I loved horses and didn't want to take a year off, wanted to get in there and do something. So I finished up my HSC and went straight to TAFE and did a diploma in equine business management. I think that's probably when it, the wheels started ticking that perhaps I could do this as a living. Once I'd finished my diploma... I went on and did my EA Level 1 coaching accreditation and expanded from there.
0: And we're here at Sheeney Park Performance Horses, which is your business. How did that come about?
1: It probably extended on once I'd finished the coaching. I had my first child quite young and I needed something that would fit in with my toddler tagging along and really loved horses and could talk about horses all day long. Loved people who love horses, so I guess it was just kind of a natural progression.
0: And what services do you offer here?
1: We offer adjustment as well as do private coaching sessions, whether you've got your own horse or not. I've got a couple of nice horses, just a couple that we use for riding lessons. Also take on horses for retraining. And then as a little extra side project, I like to take on horses personally, retrain them, give them a good chance at a fresh start of life after racing and sell them on to new homes. And I've been very fortunate enough that, I've made a lot of fantastic friends through selling horses.
0: Well, that's it. Having a well-trained horse can be the difference between a yeah. really enjoyable ride. Well, that's and a... exactly
1: right, yeah. At the end of the day, we all do it for fun. So find the right horse that suits you and your personality and what you hope to achieve out there. Are there many thoroughbreds adjusted here at Sheeny Park? <laughs> there is a lot of thoroughbreds adjusted here at Sheeny Park. The majority of the horses, I say, good two thirds of the horses here are thoroughbreds. So everyone who knows me knows I'm a thoroughbred nut. So if you want to come through the gates of Sheeny Park, you've got to have an open mind to thoroughbreds. Have you got uh, any celebrity horses in the paddocks out there? One of my horses now is probably the most celebrity, Pelothronius, he won 360000 on the track and then I also have my gorgeous little Wiggly, he raced for Gay Waterhouse and he had a pretty um, successful career, I think he was a $220,000 yearling so yeah (laughs) he was pretty spectacular do you think their success on the track has
0: any bearing on their success off it
1: no not for the english disciplines i think one man's trash is another man's treasure and while racing might not be their calling they they can sure excel at things after racing oh definitely and what's the general
0: feeling about thoroughbreds (laughs) among your your (laughs) clients
1: Um, everyone here's got a pretty open mind they all have their own personalities and they all have quirks and things and talents that they're going to excel at, I think you've got to have an open mind and be willing to learn and willing to adapt depending on what you're riding.
0: We don't all have the luxury of being able to have a horse at home, but what are some of the benefits of having a horse on adjustment rather than being by yourself at home?
1: I think adjustment, especially if you find a place that suits you and your needs, is great because you end up developing a lot of friends. I mean, even all my clients here on adjustment, I would call friends. Um, It's nice to have someone... To ride with you know some days if we want to have just a quiet day we'll all go for a trail ride out the back and chat and wind down from the week that was plus if you're ever in a bit of a pickle with your horse you've got a set of eyes on the ground or thought someone that's going to encourage you and and make you feel good about yourself so I I think there's plenty of benefits with adjustment definitely it's so important
0: to have the right support around you yeah um, to give you the confidence to have an enjoyable experience how do you help new arrivals settle in
1: I personally like to have new arrivals just come and have some chill time and settle into a paddock and meet the friends or their friends around them and just be a horse for a little while. They go through so much, in particular the thoroughbreds as young horses with racing life, you know, the moving around and the constant workload and things changing all the time. So I think it lets them breathe that sigh of relief when they get to have some downtime in the and just play around with their friends
0: you've rehomed a couple of horses from team thoroughbred how did you discover the program
1: i was actually put in touch with one of your trainers up at um Muslim book at the at the jail so a friend of mine that's been a friend of mine for a very long time amy put me in touch with caleb i had sold a few horses so i didn't really have any projects i guess in in the works to train up and find new homes for. So I had that time and I was looking for something that I could give a a second start to. So Amy put me in touch with Caleb. I just sent a very blasé wish list and Caleb, Caleb found some horses, sent me some info and yeah, the rest is history and how was your experience getting the horse it was good it was very easy couple of phone calls couple of um, text messages I was guided by Caleb's experience on what he thought with each horse that he'd sent me the information on it was pretty hassle-free I said yep let's do it and was on the truck and redraw was on his way down
0: and why did you pick redraw what made you choose him it was
1: Caleb's guidance that made me pick him he kind of said that he thought this horse had had a lot of talent and was going to make a nice horse and he was right. He, he's a lovely horse. hes I've since sold him on. I'm lucky enough to keep in touch with his new owner. Um, she's doing great guns with him. He looks absolutely stunning. He's a beautiful horse. He's one that I would have loved to have kept for myself, although I think every horse that comes through the gates here, I'm like, yeah, I'd like to keep this one for myself. Can't keep them all. Yeah, <laughs> can't keep them all. But, again, I'm lucky enough that he's found a great home and I've made another n- new friend and can live out his accomplishments, I guess, through her. Yeah,
0: definitely. And uh, you took him to the Thoroughbred Spring Fair at the end of last year, didn't you?
1: Yeah, a friend of mine, Abby, actually rode him for me I because I had a, a, another horse. Um, Wiggle was doing classes in the other ring and her horse was out injured, so uh, she took him and did all the classes all the thoroughbred team thoroughbred classes with him. He did quite well. He was I think he was champion led exhibit and the reserve champion ridden exhibit. So yeah, it's it quite, quite a pleasing first first outing for him. Definitely. And what was he like to retrain? He was he was a joy to retrain actually. It's probably another one of the reasons why I wanted to hang on to him. Nothing really phased him. He was really tall, leggy thoroughbred. Really excelled on the flat for such a big horse he was quite supple and athletic. Very brave when it came to jumping, still was developing his technique a little bit, but I guess when you've got legs as long as what he did, he had to kind of work out where to put them. So (laughs) it would be expected that it'd take him a little bit longer than others.
0: And you got another one earlier in the year. How's Moonlight Spy
1: going? He's great. We call him Bond. With Moonlight Spy, yeah. Haha. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very clever. Um, so he came at the start of the year. I've done a bit of work with him on the flat work. I always like to put a lot of flat work experience into my horses. You know, it develops their strength and fitness and I guess real understanding of the aids before you start adding in obstacles and things that increase their concentration, I guess. So he had a good period of flat work education and then he's had a turnout over winter just to, again let him chill and be a horse and think about all the training that's been put into him and unfortunately his training's going to be put off a little bit longer with me being out of action for a good another eight weeks i think so yeah, that looks pretty nasty yeah. <laughs> what happened there i uh, just a fall off a young young horse on a windy day who was not a thoroughbred so i've got three breaks in my wrist and out of action for, they said not i won't be riding this side of christmas so oh no yeah so moonlight spy gets a little bit longer
0: long holiday. Spell. Yeah. <laughs> nice he'll um get some time to fatten up. Yeah. Then.
1: Yep. And hopefully He's definitely enjoying his time out the back with the rest of the herd. Oh, that's good. What do you look for in a performance horse anyway? Where do you start? Well, honestly, the horses that I've had have kind of just fallen into my lap. So, I haven't really ever had to go looking for something if I was going to pick my ideal horse. Temperament is paramount for me. Um I don't need the biggest, fanciest mover, the flashiest horse. I want something that's got a great nature, that's really trainable, got a good work ethic. Cause at the end of the day, even though I do this for a living, I'm doing this cause it's fun. So I want something that's enjoyable to ride. Definitely. And what's
0: your number one piece of advice you give to your students for choosing and retraining off the track thoroughbreds?
1: Be patient, have an open mind, be willing to learn and never be too proud to ask for help. And do you have anything specific you do when you get
0: new thoroughbreds? What's the routine?
1: Normally, well, it depends if they've been spelling or if if they've come straight off the track. If they need a bit of a holiday, I like to let them, like I said, have that downtime, learn how to be a bit of a horse, muddy and dirty much to the disgust of my OCD in the paddock and you know rough it a little bit and they kind of come in with a fresh mind I like to start a lot of groundwork with them so you know they develop good manners respect my spaces i respect theirs and then a lot of flat work i just do a lot of flat work until they feel fitter and stronger sometimes i might just trot the horses for a couple of weeks until they're much stronger in the trot because if they're not strong and balanced in the trot they always struggle with the canter so you want everything that you do to make it a little bit easier for them so you're not setting them up to fail sort of thing
0: and when someone does come to you with
1: with problems Mm -hmm. what's your process for troubleshooting I'd normally go through the checklist of, you know, do they have good feet, have they had their teeth done, have the chiropractor check them over, does your tack fit, and then just start from the basics and and work your way up.
0: We always finish with a game of this or that. Do you know how to play? Sure do. Great. So I give you two options. You pick the one that best suits you. All right, let's do it. Black or brown tack? Uh, Brown. English or Western? English. Matchy-matchy or anything goes? That's a
1: no-brainer. Matchy-matchy.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. I don't think anyone says anything goes. <laughs> Riding alone or with friends?
1: With friends.
0: Beach or bush? Ooh. Mm, beach. Wraps or boots? Boots. Bit or bitless? Bit. Bonnets or braids?
1: Ooh. I like both, but if I have to pick one, I'm going to go braids.
0: When you're teaching, what do you enjoy teaching more, a beginner or an experienced rider? Either. I don't
1: care. I just like teaching people who love horses.
0: Oh, it sounds like you're in the right field. <laughs> <laughs> Mucking out a stable or cleaning tack? Cleaning tack. I know the answer to this one already. Chestnut with a white blaze or grey? <laughs> <laughs> hmm,
1: let me think about it. Chestnut with a white blaze.
0: <laughs> Jumping or dressage?
1: Ah, oh, dressage.
0: Treats for the horses, apples or carrots?
1: Uh, carrots are a huge hit around here.
0: <laughs> if you had $100,000, would you buy your dream horse or your dream float and tax setup?
1: Mm, dream float and tax setup because I don't think you need a big budget to get a good horse. Yep. Mares or geldings? Ooh. Well, if you get a good mare, they'll give you the world. Mm, but with old age, I reckon I'm going to go geldings. <laughs>
0: Would you prefer a self-cleaning float or a self-cleaning barn?
1: A self-cleaning barn.
0: (laughs) All right. Well, thanks so much for your time, Em. We'll let you get back to it. Thanks,
1: Jules.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and will tune in for the next one in the series. For now, please show your support and stay up to date with the latest Team Thoroughbred news by following us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.